welcome to Hitchcock Play. Boy, you sure you really chose a, a moment where I do uh, my why, medication live on why air. Why did you choose that? I thought I to had time. Horse pill I need in your to mouth. do it now. Yeah, but like, why didn't you do it before we started recording? Well, because I remembered just now. <laughs> Hello, my name is Kai. My pronouns are they, then theirs. In their defense, I forgot to eat today. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. I'm just saying you... you Pronoun he, him, his. You didn't start eating as soon as you had a microphone next to your face. Listen, I... You gotta take them when you remember, because you gotta take them. Yeah. Yeah, but... Fucking like, ableist privilege over here oh, telling me that I can't... Up. I hate you. Don't even... <laughs> Um, my name is Hannah. My pronouns are she, her, hers. Welcome to If It's Gay We Play. Uh, for the second time, welcome, welcome again to our podcast. Uh-huh. Um, it is abnormal to me to be recording in the in the evening times again, but I'm just so excited to be here. And with now y'all. it's 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 like the good old days. The good, the good, the good old days. The old days. The old days. It's of like when your... we always used to record at night, and now we usually record in the morning. Yes. So. Which, I am more functional at night. And usually. I am less functional at night. So you really trade off which host is going to be uh, leading leading the banter here yeah. any given, on uh, any given day. Yeah. This um, is the second podcast I've recorded today, so we'll see how much podcast juice listen, I still have in me. The McElroys can do it, and so can you. Yeah, the McElroys literally get paid to do it. It's their entire job. Yeah, I yes. think about that all the time. Yeah, no, me too. That, like, like, I would there's, have, all these, there's all these things I compare myself to artistically, yeah. and then yeah. I have to go, well, hang on. Those they get, they people, get paid. Yeah. They don't have to you know, work more than I get paid in an entire year. Yeah. They, yeah. Get, they get paid more than that to do this. Yeah, thing. and they did oh. it. They they have been <laughs> Sorry, doing it for like ten, almost ten years before they like yes. they were doing it for like seven years for a very before long they got time. that pri- the the yeah. ability to so don't so kids don't go around comparing yourselves to the McElroys because not because you're not as good. It. They've been but doing because it for they've been eight doing years. it for so long and they get paid to do it. Yeah, more than that. They've been doing it like for like yeah, almost a, a decade, decade. Yeah. And they uh now get to do it as a full time job because they worked their ass off for And a decade. good for them. You know, congratulations. Them. I'm happy yeah. for them and proud of them. But I I have Right now, two mm-hmm. jobs. Count them two. Make money making jobs, or I don't make very much money. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the second podcast we've recorded today. So, yeah. uh, and we'll see. we're also working on a show right now. Gender fucked. Gender, comma, fucked, exclamation point. Nope, it's a period. It's a period? I thought we decided on exclamation point. I thought we decided on a period. Maybe we've been sending out exclamation points. So well, I guess it's an exclamation. It's an exclamation point. point. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. I thought we had decided on a period. Whoops. <laughs> oh well. Whatever. Oh well. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a fucking. Oh god. It's a punctuation mark. Who cares? Who cares? I mean, we had a long discussion about the punctuation for the. Yeah, but title. then we. But then I suggested an exclamation point, and we all hopped on board with that. Oh okay. I yeah. thought it had been the period, but no. I believe you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So, um, Hannah. Yes, Kai. My good friend Hannah. Uh huh. My beautiful, just sexy, sexy friend Hannah. Yeah. Uh, what what's the gayest thing you've done this week? <laughs> um. Hang on. Pause. Pause. I, I was bringing back an old joke. It was an. Oh old, yeah, about how sexy I am. Yeah. I like that joke. It I was like a that. reference. Yeah. I like, it's very supportive. I like that true and also funny joke. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Exactly. Thank you. Because Hannah is very sexy, but yes. also it's funny to mention it over yeah. and over. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Aaron, um, for explaining I just want to say that you're both right and you're both wrong. Oh. And uh, for, To what? About what? Online, if you see the gender-fucked um, uh, art that was just released. That I the, made 
It's a mm-hmm. period. It's a period. Yeah. But, Fuck, I made it. But, <laughs> Hi, we but have... in all of the captions, it is an exclamation point. Now, I swear to God, we had an enormous we so, did. What if it is so? No, it's, it's currently both. No, it's got to be one or the other. It's got to be one or the other. You just have inconsistent okay, branding right now. Yeah, we definitely do. Oops. No, you're right. Yeah. I made it. I made it a period. So you're as right. I say, you're both right. But you're also both wrong. We also both fucked up on an enormous right. scale. I don't know uh, if that's enormous. I think the issues in scale. Flint, no, Michigan, Hannah are complete, an enormous no, scale. Yes, this is very small. Uh, no, I know. I'm joking. But Hannah did not fuck up, and I fucked yeah. up well, because I, mean, I made my own. Let me look at my notes because you, we had it like 20 minutes. We don't have to talk about this on air. I won't well, we can ar- cut it. argue okay. that. We can cut it. Um, or we can leave it. We can do whatever the fuck we want. I don't We're not care. getting paid La- for this. Last, last yeah. episode, there were several times we said we were going to cut it. It's a period because I circled the one that we landed it. on. Uh-huh. Kai, it's, it's a period. Damn it, you're right. We had like a 20-minute discussion about no, it being a period. Right. You can just, just edit the captions. That's easier to yeah. do than well, that's editing that We're going to edit the caption. Yeah. So I'm, at this point, I'm, it's like what? <laughs> we've had, there's been so many things that we had long production meetings about that just, that just happened happen. completely differently yeah. or don't happen. I'm like, why are we even having production meetings if we're not going to do the thing? Yeah, so we're we'll, not going to we'll, remember what was said in the production meetings. I wrote notes. I know. Well, okay, anyway. um, Yeah, so uh, Hannah. Yes, Kai? Sexy, sexy, Hannah. I'm very sexy. What's the gayest thing you've done this week? Mmm, ba 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 ba. Uh, um. You wrote a cute little song just now. I guess we did. We see T for T since we last recorded. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. No, we didn't. Are you sure? Yeah, because it wasn't this past Thursday, Friday. It was the Friday before. So we've recorded since we saw T for T. Oh, okay. Never mind. We must have. Yeah, because we talked about it. You're right. Okay. So Uh, what happened? Um, uh, I guess I didn't really do a whole lot. You bought a leather jacket. I bought you a leather jacket. Yeah. You're going to uh, make it to a vest. I'm going to make it to a vest. That's, I guess, decent. You made decent. a lot of potato boats. Made a lot of potato boats. Uh, started watching, this isn't particularly gay, but I started watching Baskets with my lover, Lasagna, mm-hmm. which is a phenomenal television show. Um... Have I rearranged my whole room since we last recorded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm doing the, the Mari Kondo thing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the, the Komari method. Yeah. Uh, it's working really well for me so far, and it like really makes sense. Mm-hmm. Everybody should read that book in the whole wide world. It's okay. very good. I really, really like it. Um, and uh, I went through all my books, mm-hmm. got rid of, well, I am getting rid of. They're bagged to be gotten rid of. Yeah. Over easily, like, it's a, a, lot of a couple hundred books, maybe. Yeah. And uh, I uh, rearranged my whole bedroom mm-hmm. looks to be lovely. Uh, better. Looks very sexy. Thank you. It is very, very sexy. Yeah. Um, and that I feel very good about. And next is like the rest of my stuff because it's clothes and then books and then everything else. Mm-hmm. Bit by bit. Um, so yeah, that that's probably the gayest thing besides recording two podcasts today. Yeah, which is also gay. Uh huh. I recorded my horror podcast, No Exit, no earlier exit. in the day. It's a very good podcast. Which, they watched. Well, a very it doesn't good film. exist yet, but it's well, about no, to. I've listened to the episodes because I've been in the room. Yeah, you've listened to most of the episodes because you've heard us. You've been in yeah, the room so while we're recording like, a lot of it. Uh, I like it. I'm a fan. Good. And I already wrote in to the show you with did. an image you that did. I custom made that you all can use for whatever you want. I give you all full rights over it. Thank you. Appreciate You're welcome, it. of course. Um, that's yeah, that's what I can think of. Kai, what's the gayest thing you've done this week? I think Hannah, the gayest thing that I've done this week is a myriad of things, and let me explain. Oh, I have been completely uh, redoing my entire self as well as wardrobe. Um, and this week, this week alone, I found 
with my good friend Charlotte. I don't know if she wants me to use her name in the podcast, but it's fine. Um, Kai. First of all, first names are literally 0% identifying. But your lover has the name Lasagna. Yeah, because okay. it's funny. My good friend Charlotte, <laughs> who is also very funny, but I have not given a and fun nickname to. And has a great web. Um, an incredible web. Yes, she does. Um, and I found... Jesus. So I was telling Charlotte probably about a week ago that I am not an overall person. Not like a person overall, but like a person who wears overalls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which um, is a lie because everyone's an overall person. Well, they just have to listen, find the right overall. listen. So I said I was an overall person. I, I said, mean, Charlotte unless, said what I said. Well, Charlotte did not say what you said. I'm going to tell you what Charlotte said. So I said, unless those overalls were black and goth somehow, I don't know how they would do it. Um, and Charlotte was like, well, we'll just fucking see what happens, won't we? We were out at ice cream. It was wonderful. And then we went out for ice cream again this week because I've been eating a lot of ice cream with Charlotte lately, which I don't normally do. It's great. Um, and we went, uh, across the street to do some shopping and Charlotte and I were just kind of going through the racks and then Charlotte pulled out a pair of tan overalls with a chain and zippers on them. And they looked like, uh, like, uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, like a uh, tank girl, like yeah. post-apocalyptic auto mechanic, auto mechanic. Is what I said, which is yes. basically tank girl. Yes. Which is basically tank girl. They looked like tank girls overalls. And I was like, damn, Charlotte. I would fucking put those on. I would try those on if they weren't tan. Charlotte puts it back in the rack, goes to the next clothing item. It is the same pair of overalls, but in black. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge the incredible nature of this occurrence. I tried them on. My shoulders look so good in these overalls. They do. They look so sexy sexy in these overalls. Very sexual. Um, And so... That very night, I wore those overalls out to the club with full full face beat, like out to the club. Wait, with full what now? My face was beat. I had makeup on. That is that a phrase? Beating your face is, yeah. Since it, when? It's gay. I did never heard that before in my entire life, and I've certainly never heard you say it. Well, let me do some research on it for you because well, I'm going. That's to... my job. You can. Okay. Yeah, great. I believe you. Um, I just have never heard anybody. Let I've alone said you. it to you before. No, you have not. I swear to God, you I have. have not. Maybe I've just never... like your brain has just ignored no, what I said. No, I've never heard anybody say that in my life. I promise you. I'm not saying I it's not a thing. I went out with a full face of makeup. Yeah, you've always said a full face of makeup. I've never heard you say face beat. So anyway, I went out with a full face of makeup to the club in my overalls, and I was wearing very tall Doc Martens, and I had an incredible night where I told everyone, yes, Aaron. Where I told everyone about how I had just purchased those overalls that day, and then the very next day, Hannah, the very next day we went back to the store to find you that pair of tan overalls. I didn't like them. And you didn't like them, but that's not my point. I found a mesh jumpsuit. It's not really mesh. It's, it's kind of mesh. It's got like, uh, it's like got opaque panels and see-through panels. Yeah, but the opaque ones kind of look mesh. No, the, the see-through ones kind of look mesh. The oh, opaque ones yeah, are the just Yeah, the see-through fabric. ones kind of look mesh. Yeah. Sorry, whoops. Um, misspoke. Translucent and it looks ones. Like, and it looks like Germany in the 1980s It does. In it's a very Kill Bill. Yeah, I love it so much. And I feel... Like, my femme power is reaching new heights. It is. It really is. And that I am going to become the beautiful trans that I have always been meant to be. 
I, that you've always been. You're just that I've always been. I'm just wearing dresses now. Wearing dresses and fun, beautiful clothings now, and I'm very excited about it. And the other gayest thing that I've done this week, which I'm going to include, is I was just hanging out. So our local uh, LGBTQ center, uh, the Center on Colfax, um, number one is great. Uh-huh. Number two has this program called uh, like friend visits basically where what you can do is you can go hang out with like LGBTQ elders in your area. Um, and I have been hanging out with this, uh, queer elder. Um, she identifies as gay, a gay elder, um, who is like in her, uh, sixties and was, has been around for, you know, the whole fucking thing. And I just really enjoyed spending time with her. And I think that it's really important for us to connect with people who have, made our community the way that it is today because I feel sometimes that we're not acknowledging necessarily the amount of work that it took for me to be able to come out at age 13 and to be able to come out again repeatedly throughout the course of my life but to you know start doing that like that's that would be absolutely unthinkable in the 1960s 70s -hmm. 80s 90s you know like um even when we had Wendy on here and we were comparing our experiences with her like Wendy is one of the people that made our community the way that it is today. Just oh, totally. like the uh, person that I was visiting with today. And I just am so <laughs> grateful. I'm sorry. Are you calling Wendy an elder? No, I'm okay. calling Wendy a member of the queer community who has she made is. our queer community No, she is. It is. It's today. just you had just talked about how like elders oh, have no, done I'm that. Oh, no, I'm not calling and Wendy then you, an elder. And then no, you talked I'm about Wendy. Wendy. I'm like, Wendy is barely 30. Wendy made it possible for me and you to exist the way that we uh-huh. do today. And yeah. I am infinitely grateful Does to Wendy her. Does Wendy even have knees still? In every... Well, uh, no. <laughs> But okay. and every other and every other LGBTQ she's person, she's just a floating torso. Who, yeah, she is. She's really she's so a very goth. powerful floating. Torso. She is very she's powerful. So powerful. Very um, so powerful. Sexy Wendy. Is hi, powerful. Wendy. Uh, hi, Wendy. She's um, um. Oh God, what what does her shirt say? Like still, still bisexual after all these years. Yeah, I'm so proud of her. Dude. Which I got. Her, I got her that shirt. I know, and I love that shirt. Her so so shirt doesn't say beat face, because that is the term. Uh huh. Um. The term is popular among makeup enthusiasts and the gay community. I'm, Thank you. No, now, I, again, I wasn't I doubting say, it was ca- real. With a caveat, here's why you may not have heard it. I think it might exist mostly on YouTube or something no, like that. No, it exists mostly in drag. Okay, okay. So, yeah, maybe that's why, and I don't think a lot of people um, in that community use Urban Dictionary, because Urban Dictionary can be a real hellhole. And only 500 people have upvoted that one. And then beat a face and beat my face, which uh, have similar Uh, definitions, only have 52 likes. Yeah, the gay community, I don't think we very much like Urban Dictionary because I think it's pretty hateful towards us most of the time. It's hateful towards everyone and existence. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's kind of, it started on racism and it kind of is just really built up on discrimination from there, honestly, is my opinion on the Urban Dictionary. Um, But anyway, uh, feels great to be right. Feels great to I be queer. didn't say I, you were wrong. I, I know, said sorry, I wasn't deni- you, denying you, it was a real you. term. I just never heard it you or anybody else say it before. Yeah, all right. Um, but anyway, uh, my gender knows no bounds, and LGBTQ people who are any amount older than me have completely made the community the way it is today, including Hannah, who was my ring of keys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You stupid fuck. 
I thought you were like looking out into the distance, like about to say something really profound, and then you just burped. God damn it! I could hear slash feel that burp coming all the way up my throat. Jesus! I could hear it rumble until it came out of my mouth. Oh no, Hannah! Oh, no. That's my friend. You say something heartfelt, oh, and I burp in your face. Yeah, you're an air. It's not sign. in your face because we're across the table. From but the you other. would have had it is I been in the, close to you. It is in the faces of the listeners. So truly, truly I apologize. <laughs> except that it's funny. No, it is funny. Is the thing <laughs> Hannah does always have very well timed uh, bodily functions. I would say. Yeah. On average. Um, Kai, what are you playing right now? Great question, Hannah. Um, you playing anything right now? I want to take the time to, uh, you know, like step back and spend some time with my family <laughs> and my wife and my kids and God and Jesus. You're not playing any video games. No, right I, I played Tetris 99 quite a bit. <laughs> okay, actually, yeah, Tetris this 99 week. rules. Um, I've been playing a lot of Tetris because I listened finally to Ologies. Yes, uh, thank you. The video game episode. The Lidology episode about um, the science of games. And something that I've known for many years is that Tetris can be very useful for people who have experienced trauma or PTSD, uh-huh. one of the most interesting things about it to me is that literally after you've experienced trauma, like the night of or like the day after, if you play Tetris for like 30 minutes or an hour, that can help your brain process that trauma uh-huh. and cope with it in a different way than it would otherwise. Uh-huh. But you don't have to catch it right after, right? You can play Tetris anytime after you experience trauma or PTSD and it can help your brain uh-huh. um stop experiencing flashbacks like that. And I've known that, and that's why I played so much Tetris when I was a teen, because I was like, fuck. I was like, fuck. Uh-huh. Um, because, you know, being being openly queer and disabled and whatever is trauma every day. Love it, love it, love it. Um, and I started playing Tetris again because Hannah was telling me about Tetris 99, which is basically me getting to use all of the skills that I developed as a young person uh, in uh, competition form, which I love. Um, the High controls are hard to learn. Battle but... Royale Tetris. Yeah, I've just been so used to playing on the Game Boy or on my phone that it's hard to see it like on a big screen. I'm like, why is this so large? But it's you can Tetris. Play it handheld. I know, and I just haven't done it yet, but I will. Um, and it's just, it's Switch. really fun. Uh, and I think I played a little bit of um, Ring of Elysium the other day, which none of my friends are on anymore. They're all on Apex Legends. Yeah. And I want to dedicate effort to getting on Apex Legends because also in the Lodology episode, it was like you have to play more than just the same video game over and over in order to like have them benefit your brain in the way that they are capable of doing. So I'm like, yeah, fine. I felt very called out by that. I felt super <laughs> called out by that. I was like, oh no, I've played Mass Effect probably five times. Oh no, I can't just keep playing Mass Effect over and over I'm again sorry, until I die? I'm sorry, you're telling me that playing Mass Effect on repeat does not improve my brain function? I wonder if that's true. I mean, I would to, to talk to this professor, but I bet that there's something to be said for like choice-based games where you can make different choices, having different oh, experiences sure. for your I I also think that um, something that I do and I know other people do for comfort is to reread the same book mm-hmm. um, because I think that you get something new out of it each oh, totally. time you read it. Mm-hmm. And I would argue that the same thing would be true for video games because mm-hmm. I feel like every time I play Mass Effect, I learn something new about myself or the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it just feels good. It just feels nice. Totally. Um, I think it just I think her point was just that you have to do both, right? Yeah, like no, you totally. can't just... You can't only play Fortnite and have that benefit you. You have yeah. to play Fortnite and other things or as, whatever. As a person with autism, I love doing the same thing over and over and over again. As a person who is autistic who also has OCD, God damn, I love doing the same thing over and over again. I have the same thing for breakfast every day and I feel like I'm 60 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do love replaying that good Mass Effect, but... It's time for me to branch out. 
Yeah, you have to start playing video games, and you have to get over your vendetta against open world games, I feel like. Listen, now that I've listened to the Lidology episode, I am doing this thing with my media where every time that I interact with a piece of media, be it uh, like an article that I'm reading on Polygon or uh, a movie that I just watched or a television show, is I'll like pause the show and the movie, put down my phone, and say, what did I just learn from Mm -hmm. this? Like, what have I gained from this? Whether it be about myself and like problem-solving skills, or whether it be like something tangible and new that I learned. Like when we watched uh, the the Polygon short about um, fashion. It sounded like you said tangible and nude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of which, we watched a Polygon short about anime fashion, which is very good. Jenna Stuber does a a video about like That's what I was about to talk about, yeah. Like Final Fantasy and how the aesthetic of Final Fantasy was developed and how like before that most like uh, anime and like JRPGs and stuff had didn't have the like ridiculous Final Fantasy style. The extra aesthetic. Yeah, it was more like based on like um, like old Japan basically. Mm. And then uh, a couple people who were like really into street fashion and really into like that kind of thing. Like brought it into fucking Kingdom Hearts, Final yeah. Fantasy. Well, first the world Final Fantasy, obviously. Yeah. Which all of those games you know came yeah. from. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy. But then the, the same designer, which I didn't know this, but it makes sense, did, mm-hmm. uh, designed Kingdom Hearts and um, World Ends With You. Yeah. She had a very specific, way over-the-top aesthetic. Yeah, which is delightful and amazing, mm-hmm. but I really liked knowing where it came from because yeah, that made, helped yeah. me appreciate it more. Yeah, it absolutely made me appreciate it more that Final Fantasy isn't just like, I don't know, some anime bullshit that there's like a, a tradition and a thought behind. Well, most of the time when you think a thing is... Uh, Blank bullshit. It does have a history. Well, to yeah, it. duh. Uh, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes or it doesn't. It, it, but sometimes, sometimes it is it a does. dumb history. So, Hannah, uh-huh. what are you playing this week? <laughs> oh my god, Kai just did a very gay motion with their hands. I'm gay, Hannah. I we're all gay, Kai. We're not all gay, Hannah. Most of us are. Aaron isn't, but two thirds of the world's population is gay because I know this because I have like a control group here. We're a perfect, three, we're a perfect three, population we're a perfect, sample. Yeah, yeah slice exactly. of the greater uh-huh. population, and mm-hmm. there's three people yeah, in this room. A third of the world is redheaded. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, third. Nope. Um, two thirds of the world have blue eyes. Um. And 100% of the world has tattoos. Yeah, uh-huh. that's uh-huh. that's proven. That is 100% proven. Yeah. This is a lie. 100% and it of is the world uh, wears some sort of vision correction. Uh huh. <laughs> 100%. Nobody can fucking see. Nobody can see. Why Listen, do we even have eyes at this point? I, I just want to say that. It's one of the funniest things. Is that, uh, I asked my friend when we, were, uh, we had taken acid, and two of the three people didn't get anything from the hit, including me. We kept asking my friend, who was very high, if he could see anything. And he goes, no, not out of this side, not out of this side. I can't see a fucking thing. And that's when we knew he was really stoned. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, anyway. What, what a funny drug ass it is. Yeah. It is. I was, I've been playing, so I've been playing a lot of Tetris 99, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have also continuing been continuing... To, well, we'll talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing, I downloaded, Mon- Mon- I downloaded Monument Valley for my phone. Wow. And I've been playing it. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. I've heard mm-hmm. nothing but mm-hmm. good things no, about it. No, I really enjoyed it. I've been playing it to fall asleep at night, like mm. a little bit before bed because yeah, yeah, it's calming. very soothing. 
Uh, it was very calming, very soothing. Uh, and so I've been playing some Mon- Monument Valley on my mm. phone. Other than that, I've been continuing to s- hate play Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Because here's the thing, y'all. I can definitively say, so I've, pl- I've played about 17 hours of the game. I know. And I said this on our Instagram. Yeah. I would be willing to bet that three to four entire hours of this game so far has been cutscenes. Well, we were literally measuring the amount of time that these cutscenes took, and some of them were six whole well, the minutes one, and 30, the one, se- 38 yeah. seconds. Like, the, I'm just saying, some of them were that long, and I assume that more of them have been that long. And the yes. first fucking 20 to 30 minutes of that game was a cutscene. Was a cutscene. So arguably, if you add all of these cutscenes interspersed that happen a lot, you're going to get a lot of that percentage-wise being cutscenes. That's what I'm saying is yeah. I, I bet three to four hours. Because I was like, when I looked at my like save file, I was like, wow, I've, I, it doesn't feel like I've been playing for 17 hours or whatever. Because you've been putting down the fucking controller. Yeah, because I've been putting phone. down the computer, or the computer, the controller for, I don't think there's been a cutscene that has been shorter than two minutes, which is outrageous. Yes. Basically, I have to watch a music video Every like fifteen a to twenty animated, yeah. Music every video like at fifteen that. to twenty minutes in this game, yeah. Uh, and so it doesn't feel like I've been playing that long, like you were saying, Kai, because mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of this game putting down my controller and looking at my phone. Can I add something to something that we were talking about earlier about me not playing video games? Yeah, I would argue that watching somebody play a video game is a gameplay experience. It is a, a gameplay experience. Uh, because I get to experience it all with you and then process it with you while you're planning it. Yes. And that, to me, feels very similar to playing a video game. Yes, you still need to play more games. And you know. I don't think you can tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. Fine. It's not like we have a gaming podcast Listen, or anything. I read a lot of gaming news and I watch you play a lot of video games and I play a decent amount of video games. All I'm saying is the Polygon Show, a show about video games, talks about pop culture and media probably about 50% of the time. Yeah, and they also play a ton of video games. Not always. Usually. They're game journalists. It's their Fine. jobs. Fine. Um, if I got paid to do it, I'd do it more. I know. Well, right now you don't have a job at all, so you might as right well play games. Right now I'm on the way to fine, whatever. Um, I'll work on it. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three sucks, but mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna keep playing it. But I, I have defi- like at this point, almost twenty hours in, I can say definitively is not a good game. I don't enjoy playing it, but I'm gonna keep playing it. It's like it's my Mass Effect Andromeda in mm-hmm. the way that like you played all of Mass Effect Andromeda for some Christ-forsaken reason. Very high on opioids. Yeah, and it was easy to do. Well, that's the thing is I've been very high. On marijuana. On marijuana most of the time I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 3. No, 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 no. And also I'm it's not because I've had surgery. I just wanna get high to play this awful game. No, no, yeah, totally. It's like how we got high for all the L words so we could watch it. (laughs) So we can watch it. You gotta. You can't watch the L words. You literally have to, yeah. Um, especially like as a as a queer millennial, like now, like if I had nostalgia attached to it, maybe, but but like seeing it for the first time at age twenty-five, uh, was a, a uh, just soul, soul-rending experience. As a trans lesbian, I will say definitively that they do not treat any trans person well in that fucking They don't treat show. anybody well in No, that they show. don't. But I, I just, you know, there's a special there's place in my heart for There's only two trans people. people and they treat them both awful. Well... We actually don't know about Ivan. It's never explicitly stated. We do know. I mean, it's heavily implied. I know, but it's never explicitly stated. And the L word is not a, a show known for nuance. If they don't no, say they something. No, they literally have a guy that they identify as a cis guy who's who's like, what's his name? Like Mike? Like Mike the lesbian? Like Mark? Mark oh, the, the lesbian. female lesbian? The female lesbian, No, yeah, his name was... Um, the male lesbian. Um, yeah, yeah, the male lesbian. His name was... Oh, what the fuck is his name? Anyway. It sucked. It, it's it, not, it, it it's was neither. like a joke about trans people, I think. 
I don't think it was. I think that was probably more of a joke about a thing that was happening in the lesbian community at that time. Mm. We don't know. We weren't there. I don't think it was meant to be about the trans community. I really don't. Because okay. when they were making fun of the trans community, they were very open about it. Um, can I keep talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 now, please? Can I just say that I think that that was their version of making fun of trans women because they dedicated other time to making fun of trans men? I just don't. I think probably male lesbian was like a thing that was happening in the queer community in the early 2000s. I would bet. I would bet. Maybe. And by the queer community, I mean... Can... I still think whether or not they meant it, I still think it's insulting to translate. No, I think whether or not they meant it, I'm just saying I don't think that's what they were intentionally All making right. fun of. Continue Can I keep with your Kingdom about the video Hearts game? 3 rant. Yes, please. Um, so, yeah. So, it's a bad game. Uh, the gameplay is... So, I just played through the Frozen level. Oh, um, you finished it? Yeah, it wasn't really all that long. It oh. just felt very long because yeah. it was literally Sisyphean. Oh, uh, yeah, we um, kept saying that word. <laughs> because it literally no, was. No, it was. It looked because like Because what happens in the Frozen level is you repeatedly climb up a mountain and then get knocked down the mountain and then have to climb the same mountain yeah, again. Yeah, it, it was ridiculous. You have to climb the same mountain three times because you keep getting knocked off. Which is not a good plot is mechanic. At all. And also that's literally the story of Sisyphus. Yes, is that except keeps, you're not pushing a rock Yeah, he time. keeps having to push a rock up the same hill because oh, he fucked up. Um, and uh, so that was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really bad to see... So they put, they shoved a couple of the most famous songs from the movie into it, just, I don't know, because, uh-huh. for money, I guess. And, and we knew that they had them re-record well, the songs. Well, we, we, we didn't know that. Well, okay, so they shoved in Let It Go, and so it was pretty bad to see, uh-huh. like, Sora and Donald and Goofy in Let It Go. Yeah. Which, and having rewatched it. Frozen as an adult, I will say is the only part of Frozen that I very, legitimately very much enjoy. The rest of Frozen, Frozen, I know you do. The rest of Frozen, I could give or take, and I hate Olaf. Um, but I very much enjoy Let It Go. It's a fucking banger. Let It Go is a banger, and every time it comes on in the club, you hold my hand and we scream. Yes. It's Which, it's been twice. Yes, in, every time. In two years. Every time. <laughs> and uh, so it's very, very bad to mm-hmm. see that with my eyes. Yes. Um, it's very, very bad to see them, the reanimated, so like instead of, like I've said with the Tangle World, instead of just like copying and pasting the scenes from Tangled. Which would make sense. And I've saved them time and money. They reanimated, so they, the Let It Go scene. They brought the corpses of Let It Go back to life. I know, I know, as I was saying, I was like, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, they animated it again. Yeah. In in the the drawing, the computer animation sense. Wizards. Wizards. No, they're not. Shitty wizards. Shitty magicians. Necromancers. Shitty necromancers. And they, uh, so that you watch a poorly, because all of the facial animation in Kingdom Hearts 3 sucks. Yes. Like, none of the faces have any dynamic movement to them. Yes. Because when anybody talks, the upper half of their face, like their eyes and forehead, don't move it at all. Uncanny Only Valley, their mouth baby. It mo- is no moves. good. Um, and so you watch a really poorly animated Elsa sing a re-recorded version of Let It Go, and I trust Kai to know that it sounded different. Yes. Uh, it's, it, I couldn't, it did I know sound Let It Go by heart. But... All of that is to say it was real, actual Idina Menzel yes. singing it. Yes. And they had to re-record it. And then there's like like listening to real, actual, like Tony Award nominated slash winning actors say things with their mouths about the Heartless and Donald and Goofy and Sora. Yeah. 
was really upsetting. One of my favorite <laughs> really things about like, watching Kristen you play Bell, Kingdom no. is that I love you, Kristen Bell. You're that, a treasure. Is that she is? Is that all of these people? Um, Kristen Bell was in Reefer Madness, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love yeah, that. She's yeah. the gal in Reefer um, Madness. Uh, one of my favorite things. She's about a treasure. This, she truly is watching all of these characters in these movies somehow justify trusting Sora with their most intimate secrets and plot of the movie that they are in. For no reason at all. For no reason at all. They're just like, I feel like I could trust you. That is something in multiple levels that characters just say to Sora just to move the plot along. With instead of building a relationship, they just go, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I can trust you. Instead of like having him like... like, Woody does. Yes, exactly. In the Toy Story world. Um, It's really bad. And also like... I'm going to talk about something else in a second okay, about great. how I feel like this game takes the agency away out of of from all the women who are the heroes oh, of their own stories. Preach it, Hannah. Um, but uh, um, there's a moment. So when when Sora meets uh, uh, Kristoff and Anna, uh-huh. they're like in the plot of the movie. They were not at the point in their relationship where they liked each other literally at all. And then when they happen upon Sora, they're like all buddy buddy already. So like yeah. the, the continuity doesn't make any sense. Um, there's a bullshit like mini game where you have to find the parts of Olaf's body. Oh my god, that was infuriating. Very infuriating and served zero purpose narratively and it wasn't fun. No. And then you suddenly, it's like a jump cut almost to Anna and Sora. I hate the words that I'm saying with my mouth. Sitting on a log where out of nowhere with no lead up, Anna just starts explaining her relationship to her sister and Partially in magic. song form. Yeah, and then they Not play... Not Kristen Bell singing, though. We weren't that lucky. Well, no, no, no. It's she the sang ki- a line. It's the kid singing... Uh- uh, do you want to build a snowman? But it's not the kid. But from it's the not movie. the kid from the movie, and this kid can't sing. Like the notes yeah. are all really flat. And then they have that song going while Kristen, actual Kristen Bell yes. as Anna, talks over the top it's of it. Cacophonous. It is. You cannot make out what either person That's is right, saying. The subtitles were so yeah. helpful because I couldn't. understand I would it. not have been able to. It was yes. so muddy. I would not have been able yeah. to. I'd be like, "What the fuck is she saying?" There's a child singing it over was top just of her. Bad sound work. It was so bad. Um, and she's explaining this to Sora again out of nowhere and then sings a little line of her line from a, her adult line from Do You Want to Build a Snowman that she, in the movie, is singing to her sister through the door after her, their parents have died. Mm-hmm. And in the um, game is singing it to Sora for no seeming reason at all. My this favorite man she thing just about met. that scene, though, is that Sora then suddenly like goes into this reverie of like thinking about his own relationship with Riku. Yes. But he, he does it in his head. And then <laughs> and then he says out loud what might have been like five minutes later to Anna. What does he say? Like, I get it. Or like, yeah, I get it go, or something. I bet your sister really And then she goes, you. huh? As if he was quiet for five he minutes and said quiet, something. But also like, he, in fairness to him, she started talking about her past out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. So he was probably silent for a while in response to that because what would your response be if you were sitting on a bench with somebody and they were suddenly like, I had a really hard childhood and just started talking at you. Has that never happened to you? That's oh, happened it's to happened me a to lot, me actually. Yeah. a lot, actually. Yeah, and I, so, I'm very nice to them because they've obviously had a hard go of it if they're telling a stranger. I listen. I don't, but it's happened to me a lot in my life when I did not want it to. I guess I do. Yeah, I do usually in those moments like think about, because I'm trying to th- think about how to be a good empathizer and 
communicator, so but I try also, and connect it to things in my life. Yeah, yeah, but also this is a stranger, and you did not invite them to talk to you, right. so you're a little right, like, right, 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 right. uh-huh. Right, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm just trying to be on the bus, dog. <laughs> How great would it have been if, sorry, just went cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. All I'm saying is you have the same blessing curse that I do, that you have a very friendly, open-looking face. People, people like yeah, talking I have, to you. I have a massive, like, just split lip. Just very <laughs> open face. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Concept. Oh, come on. It's very good. Um, Here's the thing. I don't. I don't look approachable, and yet I get approached. <laughs> I used to more, but I get yeah. approached all the time. I I try to radiate please don't talk to me vibes, Maybe and it does not it. work. Maybe I have finally perfected it. nobody's the, talking to you these days. Yeah, please go away, but <laughs> Because I don't want them to. No one's talked to me in weeks. I, I want to be left alone when I'm out in the world. Oh, don't I know it. Um. So anyway, Kingdom Hearts 3 is bad. And uh, I am not... I'm excited slash very unexcited to get to the Pirates of the Caribbean world. Mm. We'll watch incredibly... Un, from what the clips I've seen, incredibly uncannily animated versions of Orlando Bloom, Johnny Depp, and Keira Knightley Boo, Johnny that are Depp. not voiced by those people at all. So well, we'll I'm have glad to Johnny watch Depp doesn't get money. Unk, unk, yes. Well, he probably does for Fuck, his likeness. That's true. Um, but we'll have to, I mean, Disney's evil, dog. Like, I know. This whole thing is the evil of Disney. Square Enix is pretty evil, too. So that's okay. We didn't buy the game. We're borrowing it. Mm. Um, but we have to watch, we'll have to watch uncomfortably like human looking but with static faces uh versions of very famous actors without the voice of that actor which was pretty bad in the in kingdom hearts 2 in parts of the caribbean world but mm. now the animation's gonna be a lot better so yeah. they're gonna look more un- well still bad but still better bad. i mean so it looks like look ps2 but ps2 plus it's like PS2 it looks animation. like ps3 is what it is yeah it does and it's not oh my god i forgot about the ps3 i forgot we were on the ps4 now kai everybody forgot about the ps3 i mean no i thought we were still on the ps3 i forgot that we made it to the ps4 kai how old what's wrong with you <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> Tabletop Potluck is a diverse actual play podcast showcasing the wide world of pen and paper role-playing games. Whether you're an experienced player or a newbie, you're welcome to sit at our table and see what we've brought to the potluck. Tabletop Potluck is one of our favorite podcasts, uh-huh. and they have previously been guests on our show before, and we just love them very much, and we're very excited that they're in our lives. Um... I think that if you like any sort of like pen and paper role playing games, or you're gay, or you're both of those things, you should probably check out this podcast. Uh huh. I wrote a little jingle for them. Tabletop potluck. It's also a podcast. We think that you'll like it a lot. We have gaming news that we wanted to talk about. Yeah, we do have gaming news that we want to talk about. I, I, Aaron and I both brought some some gaming news. Some big news in gaming. Gaming to talk news about. to the table. It sounds Hot. like you said gaming news. Gaming nudes. I know that's what I said on purpose. Oh, I see. I, I, was see, make, I see. And then you cut me off, but I was in the middle of saying "hot gaming nudes." Whoops. Um, it reminds of me of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Vampire colon the Masquerade colon Bloodlines. Um, Vampire where you colon can, the Masquerade colon Bloodlines colon two. Where you know? Yes, forthcoming. Where you can unlock images. Is that of, where you're just a gastrointestinal doctor for vampires? Yes. Where you unlock images of the uh, women in the game in scantily clad outfits that you then, as the vampire, hang up in your apartment. Oh. Hot gaming what? nudes. We talked about this on an episode. We and did. We, we had this whole discussion about how that's a super, like, shitty thing for, like, creators of games yeah. to do. 
Oh, do you know what I forgot to talk about? Speaking of shitty um, treatment of women. Oh, great. Oh, the Sora thing. Yeah, so. What? In Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm going to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 for another minute. Um, That, so obviously Sora sort of takes the agency away from the heroes of the plot in Mm -hmm. a lot of Kingdom Hearts, although he really doesn't do it in, this is something I'm going to look more into, but he does not do that in like Hercules' world in this game. Hercules still gets to be the hero of his own story. Whereas in like Kingdom Hearts 3, he literally takes away Elsa's whole deal. Like he's out on the mountain to go be alone and have this intense experience. Of coming out and realizing that she's a lesbian. Yeah, and realizing that she's a big, gay, powerful ice. She's sapphic. Sapphic. Um, and, uh, finds her in the mountain and is like, you shouldn't be sad. And she's like, you're right, Sora, thanks. Like, and then like takes away Anna's whole like plot line. Like he just does everything for them. And he does it a lot more like in, so in Frozen World, for instance, neither Anna nor Elsa get to be your combat companion, even though it would make, it would be fucking rad to have Elsa, except she's so much more powerful, like than any of fucking Sora's shitty useless team mm-hmm. Donald the fucking shit wizard who can't even <laughs> can't even heal you when he needs to in a boss fight which is oh. his literal only job Donald is to heal me in a wizard. fucking boss fight you dumb ass fucking fuck duck I hate you oh. I hate Donald and I hate Goofy not just in Kingdom Hearts 3 now I have a deep hatred for Donald and Goofy as characters all the time um Hannah what Show us your Donald. Hannah, show us your yeah, Donald. Bring him out. Hannah, Hold is, on. Is, Don, is, Donald, is Donald with us today? Hold on, Donald's coming. Is Donald, is Donald with us today? I'm Donald Duck. I'm Donald Duck. Oh, boy. I'm Donald Duck. Oh, I'm so glad we have that split screen. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so much water on it. I discovered the other night. Last night. We just, yeah. Uh, last night, probably in the middle of a six-minute cutscene, because we were doing this while cutscenes were happening on the screen, because there's so much downtime in Kingdom Hearts three, um, including like uh, in the middle of the boss fight, there's like lengthy animations that happen. Yeah, just tell them about the Donald. Yeah, so the Donald. Oh yeah, so your combat companion. Oh yeah, and then I discovered <laughs> that I can do a better. Sorry. <laughs> I got sidetracked. You're all over the place. What are you doing? I've had way too much coffee today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tell us more. I discovered that I can do a way better Donald if I have a mouthful of water. (laughs) Because when (laughs) Hannah asked me to do my Donald, I said, hold on. I need a drink first because your mouth has to be very moist in order to do Donald Donald. Duck. Oh. So, Um, So anyway, your combat companion in Kingdom Hearts in the Frozen World is neither Anna nor Elsa nor even Kristoff or Olaf, Olaf, or, or any of the like ca- ca- named oh, ca- yeah. characters with so personalities. Stupid. It's the fucking like ice monster that is in the movie for forty five seconds that Elsa conjures and to his like name guard is Marshmallow. I guess, but he's like not really even in the movie. No, no, no. They named he doesn't him have a name. Hearts, they named him for the game, yeah. and he is your combat companion for that level. Not any of the actual character like. I wonder if it's because frozen. <clears throat> did it, did, were they worried that they couldn't like pay for the the people to like record their combat lines and stuff? I doubt I it because no they already have them recording, literally to. re-recording the song "Let It Go." Yeah. So I doubt very much that that was a concern. I think that well, you get a, a you um, Rapunzel is your combat companion in uh, Tangled World, but oh, only oh. with Flynn, like okay. not Rapunzel alone. Um, so I'd be curious to see if there's any other like lady combat companions in yeah. 
uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Keep us posted. But so far, the, the male lead characters get a lot more agency in their stories, whereas Sora seems to just take away the entire agency of the female. Also, Frozen, like the Frozen world, the story... The average shoving the anime bullshit into a Disney movie in Kingdom Hearts is, is always really clumsy and dumb, but Frozen was particularly bad. Like, they really bastardized, had to, like, completely bastardize the movie in order to stick the Kingdom Hearts bullshit into it. Agreed. They cut off, like, at least half the movie. Can Aaron and I talk about gaming news now? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm done ranting about Kingdom Hearts 3. Thank you. Aaron, would you like to... um? Would you like to show us your gaming news? Is gaming news here with us today? Is Donald in there? Is Donald? Do you want to show us a Donald? Do you want to show us your Donald? Actually, yeah. Can you show us your Donald? No, please, 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 please. You have to. Aaron, I literally just make sputtering noises. Great gaming news. Oh no! Yeah, I can't. I can't do that with <laughs> oh, my. Oh, that's so good. I can't Actually, do that with my voice, man. Aaron, Aaron it doesn't happen do that have, way. Do you have a Goofy? Gosh. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I think Goofy's a lot easier to have. Do you have a Goofy? No. Okay. Try it. Gorf. Gorf. Gor- fuck. Gor- well, you got to say the word right. <laughs> it's gorsh. I know what the word what is. I was. I I stuttered. I stuttered. You show us your Goofy. Gorsh. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I'm a big dumb piece of shit. Oh no! That's I hate mean. Goofy. I Why? Love Goofy. I love them. I just they're useless the in the movie. game. That's all. The Goofy movie is the best film of all time. Goofy's my least favorite part of a Goofy movie. Wow. Goofy's Rude. always pissed me off, and this is where I'm. I'm finally living my truth. <laughs> I've always hated Donald Duck and Goofy. I have. I really, truly have. Listen, the thing about That's fucking setting. They're they're all racist, and I don't care for them. Yeah. What? They're based off of uh, fucking uh, fucking uh, blackface in vaudeville. All of the all of the Disney because they have the fucking like uh, gloves and stuff, and the faces are reminiscent of it. They're the, all those cartoons were actually based off of. There's a whole CBR like racist, episode about it that's very good. Yeah, racist caricatures. depictions. Yeah. Um. It's 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 good to know about. Anyway, Aaron, can you tell us your gaming news? Hmm. Is 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 gaming news with us today? Gaming news is with us. Okay. I'm just I'm just now I have to pull up and and fact check and research all yeah. about that. Well, Kai, do you want to talk about your gaming news? Let me. Um, no, no, no. I can talk about mine. I can talk about mine. I can talk about mine. Okay. So, um, yeah. So the big thing I'm upset about that I saw the other day was that uh, okay, Bethesda will not be discussing the Elder Scrolls Six. Or Starfield at E3 2019. Boo. We're not getting anything from Bethesda. If, yeah. they, if they're working on something else, I will be furious with them. Yeah. Uh, because that's already a lot on their plate for a company that just put out the biggest fucking turd. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides Anthem. All the uh, all the companies are just shitting yeah. this yeah. year. Well, just our little, news is little about turds. Bioware, so we'll talk about yeah, that so in a minute. Uh, yeah, Bioware got, just got in trouble for I some know, shitty internal stuff, it. huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but apparently, here's what I did here, is that uh, Elder Scrolls Six will finally, fucking finally, be utilizing a more modern graphics engine. Oh, Thank Jesus Where they Christ. will be taking, um, like, actual mocap and fucking scanning, like, real-world items to make it look more realistic uh-huh. and, and not 
fucking horrible. Yeah, not like so trash. that the the goal is so that he, uh, the the other people in the game will look like people and not mm. like these, um, you know, just like someone made a face out of the food on no, their plate. It's created a lot of very good comedy in no, YouTube. Yes, sure, oh, sure. But you know what? It doesn't create like... a good role-playing experience. Yeah, yeah no, true. A lot it, of the time. It won't make them look like somebody's um, first-year game design project. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I will... Uh, I will just hold out hope that that is that they're really going to follow through that. That Todd Howard is going to be a good boy this year. Please Todd, please Todd, please Todd, 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 you're my Santa Claus. You got to be good, so Todd will put you on the nice list. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Give you the good game from software already put us all on the nice list. If you haven't played Sekiro yet, you should absolutely gotta, do that. I yeah. gotta get the money it to is. buy it. Yeah, we, man, it is a masterpiece. <laughs> hey, do you guys want to send us some money? Hey, do you yeah, have do you money send us send there's us. actually a tip system built into the, the into thing. Into Pinecast? Yeah. I don't have money to buy games. I don't even know how you get that. I will figure that out. We'll make a copy. Yeah. But in the meantime. Um. So, okay. So we that's, have Venmo if you want to Venmo us. Mm-hmm. Please send me money. Mm-hmm. You should DM us uh, for our Venmo and send us some money. We'd love that. Yeah. We can't afford games. No. <laughs> so that's one thing that's happened. Uh, but also, the very exciting news um, that uh, I believe Hannah should be psyched about. Mm. Uh-huh. I'm extremely psyched. Uh, Borderlands 3, baby! Borderlands oh, yeah. 3! Borderlands 3 was just announced on the Gearbox shit. And there's a reveal trailer and everything with some mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. dope music behind yeah, it. Yeah, dope music. The new fighters look, the new Vault Hunters look dope. Uh, three of them are ladies, I'm pretty sure. Well, two of them are ladies. One's a robot. Which is arguably the most powerful non-gendered thing that can exist in the world. Person that can right. exist Except for a world. skeleton. We talked about this. Yes, I know. And I argued about Except it. Except for a skeleton. I think skeletons have the least gender. Robot skeleton. Well, yeah, that's the least gender of all. Yeah, so the what the big robot thing, is that the Beastmaster? The weird, I'm... the scary looking dude? Yeah, Flack, the Beastmaster. Hell so he's yeah. a robot that also has like... Uh, depending on the tree, you pick like a different uh, like beast, beast companion. companion. Hell yeah, cool. yeah, that's gonna which be is dope. awesome. And then Amara has like this cool like eight armed. Yeah, the like, siren has like an eight armed psychic attack or some uh-huh, shit. Uh-huh. Oh, they look so good. And then yeah. the the other lady appears to have some sort of mech that looks fucking rad. And yes. not like uh, Gage the necromancer. Yeah. The necromancer had a mech yeah, that was dope. It's like a mech you get inside and shit, which yeah. is I love being inside a mech, yo. You've never been in one. Well, in yeah, a vi- obviously, Kai, I've never been inside an actual mech. In, I was kind of hoping you'd prove me wrong. In video games, you dingus. Um, you're a dingus. You're a dingus. Shut up. <laughs> I'm really excited for Borderlands 3. I love Borderlands 2 more than anything in the world. Uh, Borderlands, the pre-sequel, was not very good. No. So I'm very excited for Borderlands 3. It looks yes. dope. Um, the, like I said, the fighters look dope. And... Uh, I mean, it, it just looks like a Borderlands game. It does. Um, but it looks like a dope Borderlands game, and I don't know anything about the plot or anything. I know that there's new villains. There's some sort of interesting-looking twins. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, since Handsome Jack and Hyperion... Handsome Bat Jack has been defeated, and then in Tales from the Borderlands, you crash the Hyperion Spoilers. moon base <laughs> into... It's been out for years. I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. You, you crash the Hyperion moon That's base into Pandora, so presumably Hyperion is gone now. Um... And I, it looks like Borderlands Three will take place after Tales from the Borderlands, mm. which uh, makes sense. Like I said, def- like destroys the Hyperion Moon base and yeah. stuff. Um, which so we'll I see. still want to finish watching you play. I don't. 
really want to play the rest of it. You're going to have to play it yourself because I've already oh, played it. but you know that I can't. Well, I don't know what to tell you, dude. I'll I don't want to play it. I'll watch a play Yeah, just watch somebody else do a playthrough. Yeah. Um, I don't really feel like they it. It won't be as funny as you. Kai, I don't know what to tell you. I don't really want to replay that Fine. game. No, I get it. I really liked it the first time, and I have very little desire to replay it. Yeah, it's all right. Right now, at least. Um, there are lesbians in it, I'll tell you that. I love lesbians. I know. What? In Tales from the Borderlands, no way. there's oh that Kai loves lesbians. Yeah, I know. Shocking, shocking news. Shocking news. Shocking news. Shocking news. Um, yeah, Borderlands Three is gonna be dope. I imagine there'll be more released about it at uh, E3. Uh, and it's because PAX. That's yeah, been I happening. Know. I don't know what that is. It's outside. Okay. It's a truck. PAX East just happened, and we haven't really yeah. watched it, rest we have to or read watch too much some more from content. it. Um, but PAX East just happened, and we'll do. We'll come at you with a report when we have. When we have more information from the field. Yeah. But Borderlands 3 was announced at PAX East. And yes. I'm very excited for uh, uh, more info about that. Yeah, the only <laughs> stuff that I got out of PAX East was, um, oh God, what was it that they, uh, what Polygon just put out? It was like a um, uh, shipping. Oh, I haven't uh, seen it. Oh, I don't know. I was just laughing at what shipping. you were doing with your hair. <laughs> my head started to hurt a little, so I started pulling on my hair. I see. Yeah. Does that make the pain go away? Yes. Oh. Um. Let me share my gaming news <laughs> okay. with you all. Yeah. Wait. No, say, never mind. I don't know why. Why would I have done that? <laughs> <laughs> Mine can absolutely wait for after your news. What I just did was so rude and unnecessary. It did not need to happen. And I'm frankly uh, embarrassed. It looks like just the straight man trying yeah. to trying to fucking tell me what tell to me do. Tell me what to do and when to speak. Oh man, I thought it was so important. I was so worried. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kai, what's your gaming news? My gaming news has to do with Bioware and their shitty behavior as a company yeah, which lately. Which is utterly unsurprising. Because what has happened is uh, a reporter from Kotaku named Jason Schreier Another Kotaku exposition. Uh, published an incredible uh, reporting piece about how Anthem went wrong and what about Bioware's culture made it go wrong. Mm -hmm. And you can read all about it as well as a response, uh, like a responsive support, because Bioware immediately after this piece was published came out attacking Jason Schreier and his reporting methods and, um, you know, defending themselves, basically being very defensive as opposed to being open to criticism. Polygon then responded to that uh, in an article by uh, Ben Kuchera, um... And basically what we learned about Bioware and what we've kind of known about Bioware is that they're currently having very bad company policies surrounding supporting their employees, many of whom are having to take a lot of leave for mental health just because of the fact that working on these games is just such a slog and is so miserable. Because what happened with with um, with Dragon Age Inquisition is they had such a hard fucking time making it, but they made a really incredibly critically as well as commercially successful game Mm -hmm. um dragon age inquisition is a really good game but it came out of miserable working conditions as well as having to fight with a um oh what is a gaming engine that was not made for what they games basically like uh the unreal engine has been being worked on since the 1990s right um and uh frostbite has not and it is not necessarily i thought inquisition was on unreal engine i thought it was on frostbite it's, I'm pretty sure Aaron? it's on Unreal Engine. Will you look that up? What is uh, what? what gaming engine does Dragon Age Inquisition run on? I'm pretty sure it's Unreal because I remember seeing, like, I played Dragon Age, I finished Dragon Age 2 and then Frostbite. I, oh, okay, it is on Frostbite. Yep, it's Never on mind. Frostbite, yeah. They, because um, 
So I listen to uh, Rocket um, podcasts that's available on all sort of on all sorts of podcast platforms. You should really listen to it. It provides a lot of education about current uh, information and technology news as well as pop culture. Um, and uh, they were talking about how uh, Bioware employees, because the fact that EA owns Frostbite, they want them to use Frostbite so they don't have to pay money for Unreal Engine. Right. And they're having to fight to get these games to work on this engine, right? So making Dragon Age Inquisition was terrible, and it made a great game. So Bioware was like, hey, we can keep having terrible working conditions for our employees and using bad like pr- company as well as game game design mm-hmm. practices and make good games. So we should just keep fucking doing that. Yeah. So then, then uh, Mass, Effect out Mass Effect Andromeda came out, and it was a complete failure. The game like, equivalent of diarrhea. People did not like it. I do not believe it was reviewed very well by critics. Generally, it's, it's, not, good. it's not a good game. Does that make two turds in a row? Yes. Um, and which is unfortunate because Bioware is actually one of my favorite companies. Or um, was at least. What? Or was, or was at, least. at least because a lot of the games that they've produced have been really incredible. Shockingly, and I used to if hear, you're just turning into this, tuning into this podcast, it may be new news to you that we love Bioware. And, and it used to be, um, that they had different practices basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now there's this sort of hierarchy between their different locations mm. where they're having their different locations, like work on different things in weird ways. And they're also, they've been having a lot of, uh, programmers coming from one game to a different game that EA views as more important than mm. whatever Bioware is working on, which is what happened with Anthem partially. Um, so Andromeda came out, it sucked. And then they, you know, decided to just keep doing their bad company policies. And then uh, fucking Anthem came out. And there were a lot of other ideas and concepts for Anthem that were supposedly going to be a lot different and a lot better. And a lot of people were hoping and seeing it as a much better game than it ended up being. Um, Which is just so unfortunate because... I think that when you have two really low-quality games in a row, that's that's not really a good sign for how your company is going to be going. Mm-hmm. And I really hope, because for the sakes of the people that work for BioWare, which, you know, I can imagine is a, is a dream come true for a lot of people, um, I really hope for the sakes of them that there are better management practices mm-hmm. at that company because it is just so unfortunate that they are being so defensive of this very warranted and fair criticism uh that's just not how you grow as a person or as an in uh, company or as a leader in the industry um and fuck what was the other thing that i was gonna say about it oh and also for our sakes too because i really want the kinds of games that bioware puts out when they put out good games Mm -hmm. they have good people working for them and they've lost a lot of those good people as a result of these bad practices Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i really want a new dragon age game and i really want it to be good yeah, me too, and I want a new Mass Effect game, and I want it to be good too, mm-hmm. and I know they're good, probably going to do Dragon Age X because they just did Mass Effect or whatever. I'm more invested personally in a new Dragon Age game, partially just because I heard it was in development, and also partially I because too. I feel like Ma- I would rather see a remaster of the original Mass Effect franchise yes. than I would new Mass Effect, because Mass Effect was a contained story that wrapped mm-hmm. itself up in three games. But it's just, I like the Mass Effect universe. I'm not no, saying I, like I want too. more Commander yeah. Shepard. I want more universe exploration I'm that's saying, not yeah, Andromeda. I'm saying that like in in this this the story of the universe, like unless there's like prequels or whatever, felt pretty well contained within the three Mass Effect games. Whereas the story of the universe of Dragon Age, like the overarching, because there's different stories. It's mm-hmm. different, obviously, because yeah. there's different stories across all the Dragon Age games. But the story, the overarching story of the universe, feels like it has a lot more to be explored. That's a fair point. And was really left unanswered 
a lot of things were left unanswered yes, at the end of Inquisition. Yes, a lot of things were left and unanswered. And more things are answered at the end of the Trespasser DLC, but still there's so much more yes, room to like no fuck disagreement with here whatsoever, but I want to play a Mass Effect game from the perspective of an Asari or a Krogan or even oh, a yeah, less play explored as a race like the Drell. Like, I would really like to understand more about the Drell and like how they're experiencing, you know, time because they basically experience time in a very similar way to somebody who uh, experiences um, like CPTSD, mm -hmm. um, which is, I think, something worth exploring through yeah. uh, an artistic lens. I doubt that they'll do that, but no, it would I doubt be that cool. they'll do that yeah. too. But I, I just it would be listen. cool to be able to. I like, want it. Yeah, no, I know it won't happen. But in the way that, like, in Inquisition, you can choose the race of your Inquisitors. Yeah, that's what and I it, want. it is a slightly different game experience if you play as a Gunari or an elf or a human or a dwarf. I want to be able to play as that's a Turian. That's what I'm saying. At least as that's a Turian. What I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Turian, a Sari, or a human. That's worth exploring. Uh, or even, like, a Krogan or something. Like, and you would have different, obviously, benefits yeah. and, like, yeah, to have more of a character creation engine that includes that in Mass Effect. But uh, I just want a new Dragon Age game and I want no, it to be I good. Want it and too. I want, I, obviously, I want. By where to not be a hellscape to work for, but yeah, people me have known EA is shitty for a long time, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, um, no. But yeah, none of that surprises me. No, uh, it's not shocking. It's disappointing. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, and I'm glad that they're that they're getting called out. Kotaku yeah. seems to have a consistent history of doing that because yes. uh I mean, like, um, uh, uh, what's the fucking Riot Games got called out, and from what we've heard. Uh, from the inside, things are changing. At from Riot what we've Games. heard from the outside, things are changing also, yeah. I would say. Yeah, but also we, as uh, if you listen to our podcast. On this podcast. Well, uh, we, uh, we, we can't describe her as a person. We can't. She talked about another podcast. Yes, but we can't say she's representing all of Riot. Oh, I didn't say she was. I'm just saying from her perspective, things seem like they're changing. And from the outside. Okay. That I'm just saying, I just want to be specific about no, that. No, I know. I'm just saying our uh, the uh, Jocelyn did state from her perspective on the podcast that she see, she thinks things are changing. Sure, yes. And that one individual, I know she does not represent all of Riot Games. I know you know, but I need to make sure that uh, legally that's... I know, I know. Okay. And I, I don't think I'm saying anything untrue. Great. I'm not saying anything that she it's herself... It's not that it's untrue. Okay, cool. She, I'm not saying anything she herself didn't say on the podcast. Great. It, and I haven't this whole time. Um, But yeah, it's... It, Things appear to be changing from the outside at Riot Games, so hopefully something happens, even though so far, Bioware's response to being called out has been, has been awful. Defensive. Which, again, is so shitty and such, because we've talked before on this podcast about, like, when fuckboys were all mad about Dragon Age 2 yeah. and how you could be gay, that a, one of the writers of Bioware, like, Bioware and the writers of Dragon Age 2 published an official statement that was like, if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And so it's just a it's total 180... From that, in a really disappointing way, yeah. it seems like. So, Aaron, uh, what was it that you wanted to say? Oh, um, everyone should. I just uh, got it on Steam because I just thought about it at this time. If you haven't played, I didn't say what I have been playing this week. Oh, um, oh yeah. And I didn't really have time to play Sekiro, um, but I did play this game called Baba Is You. Yes, I was just I talking about that to Hannah the other day. It is yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah, how fun it is. It is. Uh, one of the most, like, as, uh, it's, like, very cool on all levels because it's, like, if you like language or you like math or you just like kind of surreal puzzle games, like, it's got every, it's got all mm -hmm. of that for you because you're basically using sentences like like equations to recode the rules of cool. each level yeah. I love that. to solve them. Uh, and it's also like part like 
platformer puzzle game like the old flash games like mm-hmm. the um what's that one on your calculator where like once you move something like you can't oh, really undo it god what is that i forget what it's called yeah because like a lot of the game it's all in a 2d yeah. d- thing so once you push a block up like a lot of the rules focus around the idea that like you can only push things you can't pull them so gotcha. if you put them all the way up against a wall they're now stuck yeah um can you reset it, levels Oh, absolutely. And you can you can go backwards like immediately and it does not penalize you at right. all. Um, it's just a really, really amazing game. I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, Noah from Tabletop Potluck oh, was talking about cool. that game. Uh, yeah. Shout out Tabletop Potluck. I am trans. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm genderqueer. Yep. And... That all tracks. I uh, have come out as trans feminine recently... And I was going to talk a little bit about that, but, you know, I've got a whole show coming out about it that you can just come to Denver and yeah. just come we see. We can talk about it next week, We can week talk too. about it next week. I'm not too worried we, about it. We sort it. of went off about our gaming news, which is good. It's important. It's important gaming news. And you also went off went about Kingdom Hearts 3 for a very long time. And we keep teasing a Kingdom Hearts 3 episode, and we keep saying a lot about Kingdom Hearts 3 and then not having Kingdom Hearts 3 dedicated episodes. So we got to work on that. Well, I mean, we'll get there. It's just, I've, I mean, I've already played 17 20, hours. 17, I think by the end of last night, 18 hours. Probably, yeah. And I've, I just have a lot to say about it as I go because it's, I've, here's the thing. I've been waiting 13 years for this game to come out. Yes. I have, uh, I have the right to have a lot of feelings about it. Yes, it you certainly feelings. do. Nobody's stopping you. And again, I'm sort of hate playing it because I've waited so long for it and it's not very good yeah and i would say i'm disappointed with that would imply that i had expectations and in the intervening 13 years my expectations melted away also when they first revealed footage at e3 last year of like gameplay footage i was like huh that looks dumb Mm -hmm. so and then it has been so and it has been so it's if anything fulfilled my expectations of being dumb well anyway thank you for uh listening to our Mm -hmm. very fun and flirty podcast i thought there were a lot of great bits in this show there were a lot of great shout outs to other podcasts there was a lot of good yelling and a lot of good games hannah burped one time and that was very flirty it was pretty flirty and fun and flirty fun and flirty um you can find us a lot of places so you find you can stream us denver like Denver, you podcast specific. You can stream us on uh, any podcast streaming service. Uh, we would love some ratings and reviews if you yes, got please. them in the chamber. Um, we would love you to tell us uh, your thoughts about the Bioware news and about the Bethesda news and what have you. Um, you can do that via DM on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at mm-hmm. Gay Gamers with a Z. Um, you can email us at if it's gay we play at gmail.com. Yeah, we love emailing yeah. our listeners. Uh, yes. We will email you back and we will develop a friendship with you where we email you back and forth. That might transcend lifetimes. You never know. You never know. Um, you can you can and should go to the network stickpokeprod.com where you can check out our show. You can check out the other shows in the network including Encyclopedia and This Is Grandma's House. Shows about what people like and what makes them the way that they are. Um, forthcoming this week... Hopefully this Friday will be the debut episode of my new podcast, No Exit. Yes. It is a comedy horror podcast. Not a com- not about horror comedies. It's a comedy podcast about regular horror. Mm-hmm. Um, with my friend Wendy who loves, who uh, erstwhile guest on this podcast, very powerful Wendy who loves horror and me mm-hmm. who hates it. And yes. so Wendy is taking me on a journey through the world of horror. Uh, so I might get very scared and some comedy might be derived thereof. 
Um, we've recorded three episodes, but we will start releasing releasing them this week. So stay tuned for we that. We watched some very good movies, some of my favorites yeah, so, so far. Yeah, well, uh, uh, it's gonna be very good. Yeah. Um, is there anything else we need to plug? Um, actually, yeah, I will say that uh, if you live oh, yeah. in the Denver or Northern Colorado area and any are part of Colorado, any really. part of Colorado, really, if you um are transgender, transsexual, intersex, non-binary, genderqueer, gender non-conforming, uh, gender two fluid, spirit, gender two fluid, spirit. Um, any, any, any non-cis identity, some intersex people identify as cis, you're welcome also, um, please come to our submission call. Uh, we have information posted on our Instagram and Facebook, um, and we would just absolutely love to the have you. The submission call is for gender fucked, we yes, should say. thank you. Sorry. It's I, not I just a general s- submission No, call. we just want you to hang out. No. Yeah, uh, we, we also, want, also want you to hang out. But, You'll uh, get to hang out with us. Yeah, you will. Uh, gender fucked is something that we put on once a year that we're just very passionate about, uh, providing a space for all sorts of, like, different Non- trans yeah. plus performances um, non-normative and, gender experiences. Yeah, and I think that that's really important to have a place to represent and tell our stories. And there mm-hmm. are some places, you know, where you definitely don't have the freedom to do that. So mm-hmm. please, please. We'll be performing the weekend before Pride and the mm-hmm. weekend of Pride. Um, uh, and like we said, the dates for those, uh, we'll have a couple of in-person submission days. Or you can email uh, submissions, video submissions. It's really a performance-based event, mm-hmm. but we are also trying to make space for like visual artists to hang yeah, out and that kind of be, thing. Well, there will be space um, for that. But if you have a performance act that you is about your gender in some capacity or your experience of gender and you want to share that with us and with a, a pretty sizable audience, if mm-hmm. last year's any indication, um, you can come. You can find the details for our in-person submission days on our Instagram, uh, or you can email. You can email us, or you can email. Gender is fucked, but the. F- you and fucked is a period mm-hmm. um, at gmail.com. Yes. And that's the, all the things. Uh huh. And uh, yeah. Um, keep playing gay. Keep being games. And fuck shit up. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.